Yo, we are back, Baller Central Podcast. It's your boys, Elijah, John, and myself. Uh, Super Bowl just wrapped up. NFL season just wrapped up. We have a lot to talk about and to give out our very own awards because, you know, sometimes the awards, that whole process of the NFL giving out can be a little bit biased and not the best choices they have. But we're here to do that and more. Um, you can find us on audio and all the podcasting platforms. Also, if you want to see us visually on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, et cetera, et cetera. So before we get into things, how is everybody doing today on this fine Thursday afternoon? We just had this conversation. Move on. <laughs> yeah, we're all pretty good, Phil. We're all pretty good. You know what I mean? I'm with Elijah here. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so say Super Bowl. Um, it's gone, done. Mahomes, start of a new dynasty. Everything's looking up right now. Uh, very Patriot-esque, but a lot faster. Mm-hmm. Um, how do we? What do we think about the game? Elijah, you want to go first? You want me to go first? You go first today, man. Okay. Uh, I don't know how you guys felt, but I thought it was like a slow defensive first half, and then uh, I thought I thought it was a it was a nice going into overtime kind of a thing. Uh, a lot of people are, you know what I mean, going to come down on Kyle Shanahan for wanting the ball first. Uh, that that's been happening this week, but I mean. Get into situationally, like we don't know what anyone was gonna do, and the overtime rules kind of just changed this year. So, it like what I'm saying is three years ago. No, no, two, two max. But this is the first year it's ever been like with two quarters in a playoffs. This is the first time that's ever happened. It didn't get to two quarters, but it was three years. It's been three years since they changed the rule. Yeah, because they voted on after the building. Has there been has there been an overtime game since? Not in the Super Bowl. In the playoffs. Or the um, what? I don't think it has, but that rule has been set. It hasn't been applied to yet. Okay, so I guess it hasn't been applied to yet. They also, I mean, the same. They changed the same overtime rules for the regular season too, didn't they? After that year, or no? It was only postseason. I think it's postseason because it only the, yeah the Chiefs and Bills overtime in, in the postseason. Okay, I got you. But I mean, first t- first time since the rules have been implemented. I mean, this is the outcome so far, and I mean, we can all. We can all look back and see what maybe some people did wrong, what maybe some people did right, but I mean, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. What'd you guys think of it? Um, great game. I blame Kyle Shanahan, not Steve Wil- uh, Wilkes, like they tried to do. Um, I forgot. I, I feel like I just said his name wrong. The coach that got fired up. Um, oh, right. The yeah. defensive coordinator, yeah. Steve Wilkes, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah. I blame Kyle Shanahan for the fact that the team was not um, informed about the overtime rules, like like. Like we said before, the rule was created three years ago, man. They changed the rule three years ago. It happened the year after Josh Allen lost to Mahomes, which I think was that 2020. I think it was that 2020 year. So um, I blame Kyle Shanahan for that. Um, I also blame the 49ers for real, not realizing that, you know, regardless of Regardless who got the ball first, I feel like, you know, it's the Super Bowl. It's the last game of the season. It should be all on the table. It should be all or nothing, which is why I wish Dan Campbell was in this game. But um, you, it's four down territory. Regard, like, I know. It's a good point. I know well, that the game is tied and if Mahomes gets the ball back and just gets a field goal, game's over. But it's going for a field goal. Like, just getting that three, I feel like it didn't do anything because – the Chiefs, regardless, they knew if they got the ball, it was four down territory. So 
I feel like as a 49ers, you gotta you gotta really play offense and not play defense in that situation. So um I I put this loss not I'm not gonna put it all on Kyle Shanahan for real. Obviously, you know the players have to play the game. Uh Dre the Greenlaw did get hurt. Uh well Debo got hurt, but he was right back in there. That was crazy. Yeah, but I'm saying like you know, injuries are a part of the game. So, you know, players have to play the game. So congrats to the Chiefs. I'm not gonna take anything away from them. But like I said, man, as a 49ers, you gotta you gotta play offense for real. And it was only like fourth and two or fourth and three. Mahomes converted on fourth down, I think, twice on his drive. So I mean, listen, you could have done it once. But um, like I said, man, shout out to the Chiefs. That's how I feel about that's how I felt about the game, man, for real. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I, I agree. Um the Chiefs the post game interviews, they said they knew about the role. They're they're preparing for it almost the whole playoff season. Um, but then the players, I think it was Juszczyk that said it after the game. He wasn't aware of it. But then he took back his, his statement of maybe like a day or two before. I mean, after that. So it's just tough. I mean, you've seen – I mean, the 49ers did have the lead at halftime. So, and you saw Mahomes completely turn up the second half and the mm-hmm. overtime call of you going for the settling for the field goal. Regardless, of like Elijah said, you should at least go for it because you saw Mahomes go down the field on your team the whole second quarter. So second and third quarter and fourth quarter. So you know what he's capable of. Worst case scenario, you both score a field, you both score a touchdown. You got to try again. I think that I think the rule will be the next score wins after that. So it's tough. I mean, hopefully that they, they do have the weapons to, to um, run it back next season. But you know, there's a there's a stat that's floating around for everybody. That says, um, Rock Purdy made his pro uh, Super Bowl debut. That um, oh, uh, lag out for a second. They did a stat that says the last eighteen quarterbacks to lose their Super Bowl de- debut haven't made it back. And here, here are the quarterbacks: uh, see Neil O'Donnell, Stan Humphreys, Drew Bledsoe, Chris Chandler, Steve McNair, Kerry Collins, Rich Gannon, Jake DeLome, uh, Donovan McNabb, Matt Hasselbeck. Rex Grossman, Kaepernick, Cam Newton, Matt Ryan, Jared Goff, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, and those are the last 17. Will it happen with Brock Purdy? Oh, sorry. My bad, Elijah. My bad. Come back. Um, but I don't know. It's tough. This team is definitely talented enough. As we thought the Eagles were last year, but then they fell apart throughout the season. It's just it's tough to say right now, but who knows? There's a whole offseason, the draft, et cetera, et cetera. But as for the Chiefs, they're looking to go a three-peat. Like they said in the parade. Wild. It's possible. Wow. I mean, is this the first call? I don't know. This probably isn't the first called shot since Namath. But I'm just saying, like, that they called it a year in advance. That's pretty – you know what I mean? Like, that's a pretty good – I mean, I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah, I mean, if any team has the capability of doing a three-peat, it's them. True. I mean, Mahomes, Kelsey, Andy Reid – and a top five defense, anything is possible. You you just need that those three things or four things as your core. You're all set. So, Elijah, what do you think about that? Think about what the you think they three peat? I don't think they three peat. Okay. You know we haven't even seen a three peat in the NBA in forever. But at the same time, I don't want to go. I don't want to count them out. I don't want to go against them at all. They had no receivers this year. Everybody was saying, oh, the Chiefs are done. I feel like they went on like a little four-game losing streak from like week um, week 12 to week 16 or week 17. They went on a nice little losing streak. And what happened after that? They won the Super Bowl. So I'm like, I can't, can't count them out at all, man. 
everybody was said Tyreek Hill. Oh, they lost Tyreek Hill. Oh, the offense dynamics is going to change entirely. Mahomes not going to be the same. Blah blah blah. Facts. They Thank lost. You. They lost Eric Bieniemy. Everybody was like, "Oh, he lost his OC. It's going to be completely different." Did you guys hear about that though? That Eric Bieniemy might be coming back, and how he he inspired the Ravens' victory. I heard maybe that oh, is that rumors or is that? I didn't see that. Real? Okay, it's you don't wild. think it's real. It's 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 kind of wild. It's kind of cheating. You know, mm-hmm. you about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. one thousand percent, Loki. But um. I wouldn't be surprised if he came back because I think he's out of Washington. So, okay. Yeah. And plus, they just ex- extended um, their D- DC Spagnolo. So, oh, that could be scary. But um, also, the MVP of the Super Bowl was Patrick Mahomes. Now, there's a lot of talk of where does he stand in history. Personally, I have, I have him third best quarterback of all time. Uh, but I think Elijah mentioned this last night. If he does the repeat, we got to talk about one and two leapfrogging them both so i don't know i mean i hear you but i uh, i mean i that the, the three p's gonna be impressive i gotta see him do it you know what i mean if he does I, do it are you putting him at one one or two he's definitely at two he's one thousand percent at two on his way to three i really liked what he said before the super bowl on how he wants to win eight to prove he's he's better than like there's no question so i i love that attitude in him he's still super young he still hasn't gone through anything. You know what I mean? Like, he, he, he's got a team that is invested in him. And, I mean, what Elijah said is 1,000% true. They're on a losing streak. And then, look at they won the Super Bowl. Like, and, I mean, you can't count this team out. It's crazy. And, like, don't get me wrong. I, I kind of want to hate them. But, like, I mean, they're doing some they doing some ballsy stuff that make me, I don't know. It, it's nice. It's, uh, it's fun to watch. You know what I mean? I'll say this. I think respectfully – the three-peat does put him in that conversation at one. Sure. But, like I said, it puts him in the conversation. I feel like he does still have a little bit to prove past the three-peat. Cool. That's, but that's, even, that's even just, you know, only if he can do that. I mean, I think he might have more MVPs than Tom Brady in a career. You know what I mean? Like, I think that could put him past Brady in a sense. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. <laughs> like. Go ahead. My bad. No, no, no. You're good. I was just going to say, and like, it's, it's crazy. I don't know. We're just having this conversation. Like, like Tom Brady in his career kind of had two separate deaths, like dynasties. You know what I mean? And like, and it's, it's crazy to think like this guy hasn't even stopped winning. Imagine when his dynasty is up and he's going to start another dynasty. You know what I mean? Like he, he's going to be the guy to do it. Like he, he says all the right things. He, you know what I mean? Like he, I don't know. He's a good guy overall, Patrick Mahomes. You know what I mean? But it's crazy. I I just want to go out on a – I guess I'm going out on a limb here and saying this. I'm calling it now. Chiefs will not repeat. Okay, I like that. I like that. You know, my way too early prediction. But mm-hmm. um, I think Mahomes will finish his career ahead of, ahead of Brady. Maybe not in rings, but – Statistics and accolades, uh, yeah. yeah, MVPs for sure. I think Brady only got three or four, right? Let me check. Yeah. It was like three. Quick check. No, but I definitely think you're right, Elijah. It definitely elevates him to that number one conversation, at least as a conversation. You know what I mean? Like, there's not, there's not a second 
in that conversation. Like you're not passing oh. someone to then to maybe, you know what I mean? Like he's there. He has three MVPs, Tom Brady. Okay. Brady has three? Well, Mahomes yep. is already at two. <laughs> so it's just, yeah. I mean, a three-peat and then a, another two MVP. Ooh, maybe? I mean. And Brady has five Super Bowl MVPs. Mahomes has three. He won all three? Yeah. Yeah. Oof. It is getting scary. I I do think, uh, I don't know. I, I think if they, I think the Chiefs have a potential to add somebody too this offseason. You know what I mean, wide receiver wise. You know what I mean. If someone slips through the cracks, I think a lot of people are going to get franchise tagged. I think that's the joke on a lot of people. You know what I mean. But I do think if if someone can slip through the cracks, they could sign somebody big. You know what I mean. And they had nobody last year, and now, I mean, MBS. Everyone's worst nightmare. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we already know T. Higgins is getting franchised. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Mike Evans is going to get franchised as well. Okay. What about Ayuk? Imagine that would be I hilarious. Think, I think he has to. Like, they, how do you? Uh, they might have to franchise him as well because I don't know who else they're losing. I don't know who else San Francisco is losing, but I think I use probably the biggest name that they that they they'd be losing. Is it yeah. someone more important than somebody who could be a potential number one and young? You know what I mean? Like, he's he's really young. Also, they do have Rasheed Rice. He had a good season. Oh yeah, no, he had a good season. He did. I think he established himself as the number one as, as of right now, one, but, yeah. but you could see him at, in a number two role. You know what I mean? Competing for that, who's going to be the number one? You know what I mean? The true. I one. wouldn't even say he'd be competing for who's going to be number one. I think Rasheed Rice would be like the X, and I you could just be the Y. Okay, all right. I'm just saying, T. Higgins. Like, I I don't see. You know what I mean? How he not? I mean, maybe not, but he just it just feels like the Randy Moss Tom Brady conversation. You know what I mean? Like. No, that's more of a Mike Evans for me. Okay, okay, understandable, understandable. It's gonna be hey. I mean, if they do add a, a, a any big name or, and they have to sign people too. They got to sign their defense back because yeah, Chris Jones said he's staying. Uh, well, obviously on the parade, but we'll see if he actually does. I think he does just because he might take a discount because he he's gonna want you know offer a lot of money. Just because how we did this past season. Sure. He, he should did, get he, he should get what he deserves. Absolutely. Look, Chris Jones deserves the money, but let's be honest here, man. There's way too many rings that are that that you're leaving on the table if you do leave. True. Right. But Sneed, that's that's someone I think they need to lock down. You know what I mean? Like Sneed, Sneed should be their offseason number one priority. Thank you. Yeah. Because like, I don't mean to be like that, but I was thinking about it this week. I was like, you can become one of two people after the Super Bowl. You could be the corner that locks everybody down, or you could be the corner known to give up those four or five big plays. You know what I mean? Like, who are you going to be? You know what I mean? And Chris Need was that I'm going to lock him down kind of guy. Like, he, he completely affected the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Like, on massive amounts of plays. You know what I mean? So... He did what he was supposed to do, man. He clocked in and did his job. Yeah, he definitely did. Clocked out, got <laughs> But it's going to be exciting to see because, damn, in the draft, who knows who they even had in the draft? I probably got a late pick because they won Super Bowl, but they, their trades can be made, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, just like what um, the Bears did, did some moves today. They released Eddie Jackson and Cody White here from their team, freeing up about 21 million cap space. So they might be planning something. Who knows what it is? Maybe they're, I think they might be, mm, I don't know if they get Caleb Williams, but either way, they're trying to free up some cap space to sign someone to help him or fields so 
And I can't wait for the draft because even in the later rounds, you got people like Puka Nakua coming out. He came out of the fifth round last year. Like it's just it's great. Like it's it's crazy how people need to, I don't know, do their homework more or uh, hopefully fit more need to fit. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like it's nope. just. I'm 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 gonna disagree with that entirely. Sorry, entirely. Go finish though. No, I'm just saying. I I I think the the draft's gonna be deep. Hopefully, we can find another rookie that comes out in the later rounds. I don't know. That's all I'm trying to say. No, I get what you're saying, but you know how you said like people need to do their homework. I don't think it's a homework thing for real because you'll find these guys in the late rounds who they. It's not that they're lacking skill. Okay. But like the skill will be shown in the combine or whatnot. Sure. That like whatever they lack will be shown in college. The skill will be lacked in like. You'll see the lack. But yes. at the end of the day, when you really feel like you have a chip on your shoulder and you really have something to prove, it makes you go 10 times harder. Sure, it, yeah. It ends. You end up just looking 10 times better. Uh, yeah, I mean. So, so I'm, I wouldn't say, sorry, again, like I said, I wouldn't say necessarily that these guys need to do their homework better. I, I think it's more of you got to find those dogs. You feel me? Okay, understandable. Someone I'm just saying, Bill Nicole going to the fifth round, I mean – he, but he, he proved one of the best rookie. I mean, I mean, it was what it was. But I'm what I'm saying is sometimes the combine is not for everybody, and sometimes people don't do every event. You know what I mean? And sometimes we accept how people don't do every event, and we'll take someone high like a quarterback. Like there are three or four quarterbacks going in the first round in the first 15 picks. How many of them are going to be great? You know what I mean? For John Ross, that have good numbers in the combine, and that didn't equate to anything. And I, yeah, and I mean, you look at Tom Brady, Julian Edelman. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm not saying and, it happens every single day. Pe- I'm just people, saying people people like Nikola. He didn't have he I probably he probably didn't have the flashiest numbers as well. He didn't, combine, no. But he played his ass off, and he he showed his ass off on the field, and True. got was close to award. I don't think he won any awards. I think he got he didn't win offensive rookie of the offensive rookie of the year. So no, he didn't. But like I said, it's not about like what your numbers are in a combine. It's not yeah. about what your numbers are in college for real. Like right. If once you get to the NFL, it's a completely different game. You got what you do is what you do. Yeah, you yeah, you got to erase everything that happened in college and go hoop. Like, that's a great point. That's a great point. Absolutely. And some picks are gonna miss, or you're gonna draft. You know, Malcolm Mitchell in the, in the first round. Yeah, like watch him completely flop out. Look, Josh Rosen was probably the best quarterback in that class coming out of college. That's what everybody probably thought. And True. what happened? When he got to the NFL. James yeah. Harrison went from team to team, Steelers to the Ravens, back to the Steelers, went to Europe. Steelers weren't even focused on him. He had a hundred yard interception in a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? James Harrison. Like he yep. he proved it. Like you gotta let the career play out. Hope if you do you do you your best. Career play out and you gotta let you just gotta let the boys hoop. Like there's another thing, like seeing like I hate to I hate to say this because I'm not a coach or anything. But, you know, obviously the coaches are looking in practice and seeing what the, you know, players are going to give at most. But, like, sometimes practice doesn't even tell the whole story either. True. Because it's a completely different atmosphere when there's another team's jersey looking across from you. True. Right. Shout out to my coaches for knowing that because I be in practice lazy as hell. (laughs) Yeah, like game day and, you know, training, definitely two different things. Different scenarios, different type of pressure. And different coaches want different things, too. You know what I mean? Like, some coaches can deal with, you know, other things. Some can't. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when when games come and when, like, you're actually getting ready to play, for real, mm-hmm. there's a different level of locked-in that you, you get to. True. Absolutely. Also, we talked about 
uh, Nakua not getting the award. So we want to give our personal picks of who should have won the awards this year. Some of them they might agree with, like we agreed with the NFL. Some of them obviously not. So uh, we're going to go a couple. We also added one just because. Why not? Uh, we're going to go with the one that we got, that we made. John's pick, uh, Fantasy Football Player of the Year. And then we'll just do all the normal ones. Okay. So, John, who you got? For mine? The champion, <sighs> obviously. It's the champion. I mean, they're, they're, it comes in between three guys. And uh, I'm giving the award to, unfortunately, the guy I probably want on my team next year. Uh, uh, the three guys that were up for it were uh, Puka Nakua, uh, um, A.J. Brown, and uh, Jalen Hurts. I'm giving it to Jalen Hurts because for, of two full years of – Get me to a championship, and uh, I mean the, the Eagles played bad at the end of the year, but he played well enough to to get me there. So I, I appreciate him for everything he gave me, uh, and that's what I'm giving my MVP of the year to. I mean he had great numbers every week, so that's what I'm gonna miss next year. Gotcha. Um, for me, it's tough because you could pick a easily pick a quarterback mm-hmm. you know, or a running back, but I'm gonna go CD Lamb. Okay. Um, he tur- he turned up the last he tur- basically he was he was on the whole season, but the last you know playoff games that people really needed him to, he showed up. Uh, obviously, he didn't show up against you know Green Bay, but that wasn't the playoffs for fantasy football. But like he had a great end, end of the year as well as beginning of the year. So hey, MVP. He was he was the highest scoring wide receiver in our league, and he was fourth total in points in our league as well, over some quarterbacks and running backs. So I'm gonna go with him. Nice. All right. Um, my answer is going to be CMC. Okay. Okay. That's it. There's no explanation. That's a good answer. Everybody, gotcha. everybody knows why. Yep. Got gotcha. you. Gotcha. So, um, then we're going to go on to regular awards. Uh, see, first one. Let's get this out the way. Comeback Player of the Year. Just get this small word out the way. I'll go first. It's yeah. Joe Flacco. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, sorry. I feel like Brees may have got gotten a little disrespect, disrespected by the votes. Um, How did he get voted? I think he only had like three votes, and that were like fifth place votes. Damn. Good lord. Okay. Um, that was a little disrespectful. I feel. Um, I feel like Lamar was a little sh- uh, shied away from it, maybe because he was in the MVP race anyway. But um. Matthew Stafford was a little shot out as well, um, but it was a two it was a two man race between Joe Flacco and between Demar Hamlin and um, obviously it's not Demar. Hamlin. Gotcha, John. Uh, yeah, I I'm gonna give it to Baker Mayfield, Loki, because I kind of feel like I kind of feel like his career was on the brink of being over. You know what I mean? He would have been a career backup if he lost out to Kyle Trouse. You know what I mean? He took his team all the way to the playoffs. Hopefully, he can get a another deal or uh, extension. Yeah, and I mean, he beat the Eagles. I mean, that was nice. You know what I mean to see that. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna give it a bigger. But I, I agree with your point on uh, the Browns. I just I I think too many Brown awards happened this year. You know what I mean? Like yeah, like two. What? No, they got three actually. Yeah, they got. Yeah. Yeah, yeah defensive yeah. coach and then comeback. And I think they got assistant coach of the year too. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a sweep. Well, hey. Um, for me, yeah, I'm gonna have to go Joe Flacco as well. Just all the devastating injuries that got with the Browns. I think like 10 plus starters, including one of the biggest ones injuries for the year. Nick Chubb very early in the season 
having Joe Flacco come in when Deshaun Watson and others were hurt because he he was like your what your third fourth quarterback that was starting the year. Yeah, yeah, him coming into all that just to uh, help this team make the playoffs. Obviously, it didn't end the way they wanted to. They lost to the Texans, but still, nonetheless, this guy got off his couch to help this team make the playoffs. Who had decimated injuries, so that's my comeback play of the year. Um, next one, offensive rookie of the year. Who won the John? You want to start us off? Yeah, sure. Pukunokua, personally. Pukunokua. I wish he. I wish he won it, but I mean, I think CJ Shroud. I mean, he deserves it. Congrats to him. Uh, yeah, I'd go Pukunokua though. Personally, he was on my fantasy team. So, bias. Yeah, a little bias, but it was it was a great pick. Let me tell you. Absolutely. Um, they got the, they got this one right. CJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna have to go Puka with this one. Just a lot of records broken. I think CJ deserved Rookie of the Year over instead of getting that one, but I can see why CJ got it. You know, hell of a year. No one expected the Texans to get this far. They did what they did, and hey, well deserved. Uh, next one, defensive player, of the year, defensive Rookie of the Year. I think Will Anderson's a good, the good pick here. I don't think there's any. Is there any disagreements on that one? Disagreements here. I think if Christian Gonzalez stayed healthy, he probably would have been. Yeah. Valid point. Valid point. Pain. Well, hopefully he's healthy next year. Uh, next one. There's a lot. There's a lot of arguments and ups, upset people about this one. Uh, defensive player of the year. It went to Miles Garrett. A lot of people are upset online, apparently. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what T.J. Watt has to do at this point. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think T.J. Watt deserved to win it too. I think Miles Garrett maybe just because he got the nod because of the whole. A lot of if people were injured on his team, maybe I don't know how he got the nod, but I, it should have been T.J. This is bringing back the J.J. Watt thing where J.J. Watt, I think J.J. Watt won one year where he really didn't deserve it. I forgot over who, but, yeah. Interesting. I don't mean, I don't know. I I, I think, I don't want to say it was a toss-up, but I, yeah, he probably should have won it. T.J. probably should have won it. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think so. I, think, I think, that's, I think Steeler fans good. are pissed about that. You know what I mean? Like, oh wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Browns, they're in their division, so like winning it over him is like that's kind of like a huge push, especially to Steeler fans because of the helmet issue. I mean, years yeah. and years ago, but you know, Welcome bringing, up, bringing up bad, bring up bad blood. I don't know. You know what I mean? It's just kind of a crazy pick, but I mean, hey, good for him. I mean, that that was a win. Yeah, because yeah. I think didn't didn't TJ get robbed like a year or two ago or last year as well? I think it was last year. Damn. Well, shit. Then you get the shit together with that. Um, next one. Offensive player of the year. Tyreek Hill first if you want to. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, I'll go Tyreek Hill. Uh I think I think Christian McCaffrey, uh, it was a congratulations for winning it, you know what I mean? But I don't know. I think Tyreek Hill had a hell of a year and uh I think I think it could have gone to either of them. You know what I mean? It was a it was a good year overall. Yeah. Um. Shoot. I'm gonna say. Yeah, I'm gonna say Tyreek. Because I he also had plenty of opportunity to break that record, but with short injuries, plus he was kind of dragging that Dolphins offense as well. Because H was hurt, Waddle was hurt, almost the whole year. So he put up a video game numbers, which is very very scary. Okay. Gotta, uh, oh, sorry, my bad. They're good. I was gonna say he got a kid suspended and then paid 
the rest of his salary for that year, and he got that teacher to the Super Bowl. Oh, nice. I'm just saying two completely different PR things that like helped out the NFL. I would think you know he would get a boost, but I guess not. <laughs> he's, he's still a horrible person, but um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I understand you guys' sentiments for why you guys say Tyree, but um, the answer is Christian McCaffrey. Hey, very true. Gotcha. Um, let's see. And then the last two, uh, Coach of the Year. Steph- I think Stefanski earned it, to be honest. All those injuries, he did what he, did what he could to bring the Browns, help bring the Browns to the playoffs. I'll go with him. I think it was, it was, it was the right call. My vote goes to – it's going to Dan Campbell. Okay, I like that. I mean, I like that pick. I like that pick. But um, actually, no. My vote's gonna go to Matt Lafleur. Really? Okay. Yeah, Green Bay was not supposed to be where they were. Jordan Love was not supposed to be as good as he was. This team wasn't supposed to make the playoffs. I'm gonna go with Matt. Okay. I like that pick. I'm gonna go with Demico Ryan though. I think if there was a, a franchise that was worse off than Cleveland, you know, I, I think it was Houston. You know what I mean? With the whole Deshaun Watson thing that happened there and everything that happened. And they and then they fired three straight head coaches. And D'Amico Ryan comes in and they, they make a push this year with two of the best, like, offensive and defensive rookies. You know what I mean? It, they got a bright future. So, Who actually won the award again? It was um, Stefanski for the Browns. It was Stefanski, okay. Yeah. And then the last one, MVP. It went to Lamar Jackson. Who do you think should have won it? Or did he get it right? Lamar should have won it. Lamar should have won it. Uh, I'm I'm have to disagree. I'm gonna say oh. CMC should have won it. Get I mean, out saw, of here. We saw this whole year, and we saw the Super Bowl. Him and Jawan Jennings were the only reliable 49ers on that team, on offense. And if if CMC wasn't part of that team, who knows how much offense they could have produced without him. I mean, he has he has the numbers to back it up. A good amount of rush yards, receiving yards, etc. Touchdowns, his involvement in the offense, the amount of touches he gets. Super Bowl kind of showed it. 150 all-purpose yards as well. Without him, uh, I don't know. The San Francisco team might have been lost in the playoffs. Phil, let me ask you a question. Yes. All right. So, because you said CMC, let me ask you this question: Do you think it's mind blowing that on third and fourth down? With the last two plays in the Super Bowl that the 49ers could have run, that CMC did not touch the ball on either of those plays. Yes, that's crazy. <laughs> yes. Okay, I just want to, yeah. It could, yeah. It could have been a screen. It could have been a dump off. Or, you know, it, whatever, whoever was available. Plus, I mean, just because he's your best player doesn't mean, you know, force feed him if he's double covered or anything. True, true. But at the same time, you got to give your ball to the best player. And that's CMC. Facts. Sorry. Yeah, I just think. We the NFL needs to shy away from just giving the MVP to a quarterback. If a player has a great season, you you have to give it to him. If it's like outstandingly better than everyone else's, nothing CMC was like out there, out there. But true, he is basically the 49ers offense. So. Hey, we'll see you next year. Okay, uh, pretty short pot take because NFL season wrapped up, but um, we have two things to do before we head out. Um, we did this on a different podcast before. Uh, what's some things that grind that grind your gears about this NFL season? 
we did, we never did one for NFL, so might as well just wrap it all in one bow and just do like a quick one for it. So, John, would like to start? Uh, yeah, the officials. The officials are the one thing that grinds my gear this NFL season. Please get better with something, either calls or overturning calls, or I don't know what the fuck they got to do, but they, I, they'd be giving people headaches. So personally, the officials be grinding my gears. Elijah, what about you? The answer to the official thing is to find full time musicians. Just facts. I mean, you're you're preach, preaching preaching the choir, dog. Hire, hire us full time, like well, not us, not me, please. Yeah, hire some people full time. I agree. Um, what grinds my gears about the NFL is I hate to say this because I don't want a longer season for them, but like the sh- how short the season is, like, it does feel like it just feel like it feels like it just started a few weeks ago, and now we're back in the off season. It's too quick, man. But I don't want a longer season for the guys, so you know I'll deal with it, whatever. But um, I was also saying, you know, to my friends, you know, what you should do for the Super Bowl is like, you know, give us the best two out of three. Um. We had this. We had the Super Bowl this week. I mean, that's one game. Mm. Give them a week rest. And let them play another game in two weeks. If it goes best out of three, same thing. Yeah, that would be crazy. That would be that would be that would be cool, but that would be crazy. That'd be awesome. Like, I know the players. players. <laughs> I know the players aren't going to be there for that because you know my body. You no, know, yeah, two extra games. So gotcha. yeah. Um, for me. Um, just the whole their All Star Weekend slash Pro Bowl events. Um, no one's tuning tuning into that shit. Uh, the Pro Preach. Bowl and their events has been lackluster for I don't know how long. Uh, honestly, just get rid of it altogether. Just hand, give them the awards, announce the Pro Bowlers, just because you know no one wants to see, you know, some of the games and no one wants to see black football. Because I don't know if y'all tuned in, but I didn't. So it's just they need to either fix it completely or get rid of it completely. No, you know. In between, so yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the views are this year compared to past years, or the, the years has been for the last five, six seasons that they've done this, but probably not good. So they, in my honest opinion, they need to get rid of it. Either go back to hitting, go, go back to letting them put the pads on, or just get rid of it. Man. Just, just yeah, absolutely, uh, John. Probably one more. Uh, one more grinds my gears for the NFL season. Mm. What grinds my gears? Turf. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Honestly, that. Yeah, Phil. Thanks for uh, preaching to the choir, Phil. Honestly, uh, turf. Uh, MetLife Stadium has now become the the head of the final for FIFA this summer, right? Or next summer, or whatever next summer it is. Yeah, yeah. So basically, what they're gonna have to do is they're gonna have to take out part of the stands and the whole turf field and replace it with grass. FIFA grass, regulated grass, okay? You know what grinds my gears? If you import that grass, if you put that money into it, and then you take that out. I swear to God, take that grass out and see what happens. Seriously, I don't mean to be like that, but see what happens. Like, oh my, like who? I don't even want to get into it. I don't even want to get into it. But why would we waste millions of dollars on a field that nobody wants to play on, all right? That's in a, in a stadium that, I mean... I don't even want to get into it, but yeah. So that's what grinds my gears. Don't mess with the grass. Let it I be might, regular I grass. I swear to God, don't mess with my grass. Seriously. Gotcha. Um, uh, slashing that grinds my gears is fans. Uh, 
and this is speaking on fantasy and this is speaking on betting. Uh, hey, man, they're not going to hit your lines every game. They're not going to score every game. They're not going to put up 50 fantasy points every game just for you. Texting them, DMing them, oh, yeah. harassing them, threatening them is not going to change that either. Stop being a dick, please. That is some nasty work. Indeed. That goes for all athletes. Crazy. Um, for me, the Thursday night football games. Um, obviously, the schedules were made ahead of time, and obviously TV deals and whatnot. But these Thursday night football games this past year, oof, some of them were the nastiest games of the week, not and not and the year. But you know, I think maybe the last two, the the Browns and Jets one was pretty good, but a, a majority of them. Yikes. So I don't know who's in charge of making sure who plays on Thursday night football. But hopefully we get a lot more comp- a lot more competitive slash better games on those type of days. Justin Brownson was a good one. How dare you? How dare you just it was a good game. That was a horrible game. Don't be saying that. Oh, just because oh, yeah. I thought it was a good game. But anyways. so um before we head out, we're gonna do a quick grid just because. Probably our last NFL grade of the year. So, so why not? Sad. No worries. We have plenty of opportunities to make football videos. Plus, we might do a draft, a first round draft down the road. When's the draft again? April? Yeah. I think. Something like that. Yeah. Draft of March Madness. Gotcha. Okay. So I'm just going to pull this up real quick. What do we got? What do we got? You know, pops up. Yeah, it popped up, but you got to scroll down. I don't Can know what the third box is. Yeah. There you go. Oh, that's just messed up. Hold on, let me get rid of this. What happened? There you go. Good? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Who wants to kick things off? You. What's going on? Let's see. Uh, gotcha. Uh, 350 passing yards a game. Well, for one game. I'm going to go Matt Stafford, Mr. L.A. Rams himself. Hopefully he's here. Have to go down. Oh, it's Matthew. Pain. I should type out, I should type out the whole damn name. Have to go up high. Okay. Damn, 35. Shit. Um, John. Uh, Washington football player with 10-plus interceptions. Let's go uh, Josh Norman. That was the exact bottom, exact name I just had to. Sorry about it. <laughs> hey, you guys on the same page for that one. Elijah, what we got? Damn, they used that photo? Wow. Yep, that photo. <laughs> Seahawks, 350 pass yards in the game. Um, I feel like he had to do it once, but then again, I don't want to risk that. Honestly, we have a limited guess. It's like it's Tavares Jackson. Valid. I think it's his name wrong. Nope, I don't think so. 
No, you didn't. It's whatever. Like I said, it's only been a guess. It's the only reason why I put it out there. Um, ten career interceptions on defense. Let's go, Jalen Ramsey, for the Rams. Go, oh, John. Damn. Richard Sherman for the Seahawks, 10-plus interceptions. Just keep it rolling. Go. Maybe he did it one time. Give me Drew Locke for Seahawks 350 yards, fast yards in the game. He might have did it by accident in Denver. No. Damn. Damn. Um, Washington, 350 passing yards in the game. Ryan Fitzpatrick? Probably. Oh, that was a cool photo. We got that. Ooh, I had Washington. I was going to do that one. Uh, Reds, uh, uh, Seahawks. 350 passing yards in a game. We do Matt Hasselbeck. I don't know if he ever did Got it. it. But okay, 21 for that number. Okay. Uh, defensive or offensive rookie of the year for the Seahawks. I'm going to go Bobby Wagner. I feel like he did. I don't remember. Oh, damn. I thought he did too. Um, offensive, defensive, rookie of the year. I'm going to go. Did RG3 get it? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. There you go. Uh, Aaron Donald for uh, the Rams. Okay, last one. Mm -hmm. Uh, Seahawks. Give me uh let's try Kenneth Walker, I guess. No. Damn. Um I'm gonna guess Sean Alexander. Maybe. Uh, Seahawks. Uh, Why are you looking up answers? I'm not looking up answers. I'm really thinking. Look now, nah, where's your phone at, bro? No, where's my phone at? <laughs> it's over here. Want me to get it? My room is messy, so I gotta turn on my camera. But I can get my phone. I'm not looking up answers. I promise you. I swear to God, I'm not looking up answers. Uh, defensive rookie of the year. Um, for the Seahawks, 
you already guessed Bobby Wagner. I mean, yep. Did Russ get it? Russ didn't get it, did he? Let's find out. No. No. Damn. So let's try. Uh, Jerry Rice get rookie of the year? Wow. Did Percy Harvin get rookie of the year? Yeah, we might as well just slingshot him now. Ah, there it is. There we go. Percy Harvin. Damn, that one took us a while, but hey, we got the job done. To be fair, he was on Minnesota when he got it, but yeah, I think as long as they had the award and they played for that team, so it works out. So, hey, uh, short pod today. Um, just a quick announcement. Uh, with NFL season over, we're gonna try to mix things up starting next week. So, hey, stay tuned on all the socials, keep you up to date, and see where this the rest of the season takes us. So, before we head out, last words. Last words. No last words for me, man. It was a fun season. Just drink your water, guys. Last words. Uh, I want me and Elijah to beat uh, TJ and Phil in All Star Weekend just because they've been talking shit. So right, you drafted terribly. I'm gonna say it now. You drafted so terribly. Bro. I don't care. I don't care. I drafted terribly. You know what? It's I had okay. no one here with me. I had no I'll, one here with me. I know, but I'll be glad if we do lose. You know why? Because fuck charity. Okay, I'm not giving them much anyway. Okay. Well. Gotcha. So, uh, what else, John? That's it? Yeah, that's it. Sorry. I'm excited to beat you. Hopefully, we win. Hopefully, not. Prove all the doubters wrong. Who knows? Gotcha. Well, there's no doubters. So, we'll see. Um, for me, uh, let's see. Oh, hey, NBA season's here, full swing. Because I see what we bring up for the NBA season. Uh, we'll be watching games on playback. Follow us there. Follow us before. And just, well, just a reminder follow us at your podcast. All the audio stuff can be found. On all the audio platforms on if you want to see this visually, YouTube, et cetera, et cetera. So with that being said, have a good night, morning, day, whatever you want, whatever you're watching here, and we are out. Deuces.